Good evening, friend. Good evening, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good happy Tuesday to the people that's on Tuesdays. Man, I tell you, we are truly a spoiled people when it comes to this internet mess. You know, I just figured like I can pull in a parking lot. I'm with my mama. I had to run some errands, drop, swing by AAA, pay the re- registration. I was like, okay, I got to get a parking lot where I got some nice light. And then there was no internet. And I was like, okay, I got a hotspot on my phone. I tell you, we are truly spoiled because if internet or shoot, if power went out, nobody would be able to do anything. No internet, no nothing. Well, happy Monday. It is the, is this the first Monday? Wait. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, because Sunday was yesterday. Yes. I'm in the car with my mom. So if you hear something, amen, and in the background. (laughs) Thank you, mama. You just sit on over there and read. Keep your mouth closed. Basically. So anyway, this is the first Monday. Mama, (laughs) we are on live. Thank you. (laughs) Wow, for real. Now this is the first Monday or the first Monday of of December of the last time of 2021. As you can see, I've got my Christmas bells on. I'm wearing purple. I got my purple Santa hat, purple makeup. Y'all can't see it. But anyway, happy holidays. Wow, what a time, what a time it has been. I tell you, um, it's, it is, it's going by very fast. And, and I don't appreciate that because I look up and I'm like, oh my God, it's, you know, Thanksgiving, once Thanksgiving comes, everything will just roll right through. So um, basically, you know, Christmas is here. I'm glad I don't have any kids. Or grandkids. Well, I have to have kids and have grandkids. Well, I don't have any kids, so I don't have to worry about. But I will say this. If you are listening to the sound of my voice, go get those toys yesterday. Because if you try to order them, they might be out there on one of those ships that's sitting off the Long Beach or San Pedro. If you see it in the store, get it. Just tell you, keep your kids at home and go shopping because it, it's going to be a frenzy trying to get and I don't even know what's the new popular thing. I remember back in the day, it was like the cabbage. Okay, here we go for dating myself. Cabbage Patch, which I never, I, we never got a Cabbage Patch doll, I don't think. It hadn't come out. And then, and then, Mama, you can't be having sidebar. <laughs> for Mama. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> you know how the roles will turn reverse? And so now you have to keep popping your mama on her leg to tell her to stop. But anyway, if you are listening to the sound of my voice, again, you need, if you've got kids or grandkids and you need toys, you need to do this like yesterday mm. because the toys are going to be disappearing and they're going to be hard for you to find. If you're doing Amazon, mm. do it today or do it yesterday. That's how late you are. But um, so anyway, welcome to Mindful Mondays. I am Dr. Corliss P. Bennett, and I'm glad that you have tuned in today. We've been having some really great shows this year. I can't believe that it is the end of the year. We started Mindful Mondays on March 29th, which also happened to be my parents' wedding anniversary. And um, so it's easy for me to remember that. And we have just gone through so many different emotions and things that we've been talking about. And and so um, with the holidays, and I know we talked about it a little bit before Thanksgiving, but I just feel like it is worth repeating with another guest about what we need to do to get ready for these holidays, especially when we are missing loved ones. 
Um, and so holiday holidays can be a stressful time. You're shopping mm-hmm. for folks and you don't have, you really don't have money to be shopping for folks. Shopping with money you don't have. Don't run up these credit cards because you're going to need those credit cards should we have another COVID situation and you stuck at home and now you need your credit card to, to uh, I guess, order grocery and stuff. Mm-hmm. We've got to learn how to set some boundaries for yourself, people. I, I know it's hard. It's easy for me to say per se, but it is the hardest thing when you really want to help your family, but you cannot help anyone before you help yourself. So before I bring uh, uh, one of our repeat guests on with a different topic, I want to remind you of some of the things we had talked about. The main thing that we had talked about right before the Thanksgiving holiday. And I will remind you that um, I will remind you that when you are on the plane and the when the stewardess does their thing about they they go through and they make sure all the the, the overhead projector uh, overhead compartments are full they come back they take out the little thing they flip it back and forth and then they say at least i know for sure they say on southwest there are um in case of a loss in cabin pressure four masks will fall from the ceiling take one of the masks pull it to start the flow of oxygen place the mask over your nose and your mouth and breathe normally then and only then can you help someone else Mm. so just like that you cannot help whoever it is you're taking care of family friends cousins sorority sister fraternity brothers uncles aunts whatever you cannot help anyone unless you help yourself you need to put that mask over your nose and mouth before you can assist in any situation so having said that I, again, I just feel led to remember to tell folks to take care of themselves. So today I have Miss Kelly Brown, and you may remember her from the yoga experiment back in the day. It seems like three or four months ago, um, the yoga, and I got to get back over there, the yoga experiment where she talked about yoga. And then I actually went and took a class with her just so that I can say that it is a wonderful thing. It, it is it is so soothing to the mind, being attuned to yourself. That's what this is all about. We've got to get tuned to ourselves because once we do that, we can help another. So, Miss Kelly Brown, how are you on today? I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me again. Absolutely. We're glad that you are back and bringing us some more love and things to think about as we creep in deeper to this holiday season one down two to go well three we want to count count we want to count kwanzaa so christmas kwanzaa new year's okay and and hanukkah and there's a few others out there and hanukkah and what else listeners um, anything else besides really, hanukkah i think probably i yeah. i take uh i plead ignorance before uh before i'd say no so let me include hanukkah so there's four holidays that'll be coming up in the near near future so talk to us about a little bit about taking care of ourselves to be able to take care of others sure so for those who have listened last time i am a strong proponent in becoming better at filling your own cup first my own cup first 
and sitting in my emotions, no matter how uncomfortable or exciting they may be. And I think that the holidays definitely give us time to reflect um, as much as it does time to shower love and appreciation on other people. And it's important that we forget that we don't forget to do it for ourselves. So, um, you know, I think one of the really, really important things is to be okay with however you feel. And I read something the other day that basically boiled down to don't go where you don't want to be, no matter whose Christmas party it is or whose birthday celebration or whatever the event is, the obligation you have to yourself is your happiness only. And so if it makes you uncomfortable or it's a a source of contention or it makes you sad to be there, that it's okay to say no if that means saying yes to yourself. It's very, very important. And secondly, spending. Uh, You and I talked a little bit earlier this afternoon, but if you don't have the money to buy it, don't, don't buy it. And you have to live a life after Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, New Year's, who's ever birthday. I have a few birthdays in my circle uh, between now and, and Valentine's Day. And it's an interesting time for them all the time. And, and those group of people talk about that. But it's learning that the love that people have for you is not necessarily attached to what you do for them. And especially what you do for them right now. There's no you know, you have to prove you love me in, within these next two weeks or it doesn't matter for the rest of the year. So I, I encourage people to sit with themselves, regardless of how that conversation goes. Maybe you come out the gate ready to spend $10,000 on, on your team of people, and that's beautiful for you. But if you don't have it, 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 and not only be okay with not having it, but be okay without explaining it. Be right. okay to just say, I sent out a text to a couple of adults this afternoon and said, I'm only buying for kids. I want them to know a heads up. So you're not out there buying for me because I don't want you to feel tricked on Christmas or Kwanzaa morning. But certainly I'm buying for kids. Heads up. And that's just the end of the conversation. And so it, it's so important. And with COVID and the economy and what may still be coming, I think it's just, it's it's beautiful to treat yourself this holiday season with grace and with ease. However, that shows up in the lives of others should be secondary. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I like I, that. Is that mama approved? Yeah. I'm trying. Thank you, mama. <laughs> yes. <laughs> note to self do not have your mother in the car on the next show especially with me because i'm gonna always talk to the black mama i'm gonna always okay i'm gonna stop yeah please don't stop egging her on because she's okay. gonna keep <laughs> okay. no but 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 no you're absolutely right with even with because I, I have my thing was auntie coco which is my if you're under 18 that's what you call me name um was always broke and couldn't eat in January because my niece's birthday is you said my oldest niece just turned 26 yesterday then it's Christmas and then the second niece and my only is only two nieces that I have the second niece is uh, 24 on the 30th 
So, you know, I just, because they're kids and, and I don't have any kids and I don't know how, if I had kids, I'd be broke because I don't, I don't know how I wouldn't be able to shop and see stuff because I'll see an outfit, right? And I can't just stop there. I have to get the barrettes. Yes, I said barrettes. The barrettes, <laughs> the little matching purse, the little cute patent leather shoes, right? The little romper things. And so they end up with a complete outfit and then they end up with four complete outfits per child. And so by January, you know, being an educator, we get, we get paid once a month. And I was like, oh, I don't got no money. <laughs> okay. So I understand exactly what you mean. But it's just, I'm a giving person. And, and the Lord made a way. But it was just, it's just that when you think about shopping for the kids and seeing the look on their faces, that is the most important peace I think for Christmas is the kids and them feeling like they have a sense of love you know um and so yes I definitely agree with um again not having any kids and now that my nieces are older um you know not having to say look it's I'm only going to shop for the kids because that that's just it's just hard for me but but I know that I had to just, what I had to do though, Kelly, was I had to figure out a way that no matter what, I knew how much I was spending each year. Because mm-hmm. they talk about have a Christmas budget. Okay, everybody listen to what I'm saying, a budget. And say, okay, I have $500. That is going to cover all of my family. And if it doesn't, then it don't need to get got, right? I'm just saying. So what I did was I said, okay. I know that if I went shopping for my niece, it was going to be more than 50 bucks because I see the dress with the shoes and blah, 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 blah. If I see something with my sister, it's going to be a cute dress. And then I'm going to get her the scarf and the blah and the matching earrings. So it's like, okay, I'm going to set this budget for $50 period. I'm going to go to the mall. I'm sorry, go to the bank. I'm going to withdraw and I want them to give me $50 bills because it's something about a $50 bill that gets you hyped when you get it in a card, you know what I'm saying? Like a hundred dollar bill, you'd be like, you know, five twenties is cute, but a hundred dollar bill, like your eyes get big and you'd be like, Oh, thank you, mommy. Thank you, grandma. Right. And a $50 bill kind of has that same reaction. So I purposely go to the bank and I have six people. I have six people to shop for. And I believe if I, my math is right, that's $300. And that has been my budget for the last, Ooh, maybe 10 years, maybe yeah, almost 10 years. And I know offhand, there's no going over. Everybody's getting $50. Have peace, go out, shop and be merry. And I get the cute little card and I put it in there. And I, like I said, I purposely go to the bank and I get the $50 bill because it's just something about that look on a person's face when they see that $50 bill. And I'd be like, all right, y'all, Merry Christmas. And I hand everybody their little cards and we're done. And I know, okay, Corliss, because I know if I shop for them individually, it would be more than $50 a person. And that's when Auntie Coco would get broke and can't eat in January. And so I came up with this. And so I, I, I urge you listeners to think about the folks that you're shopping for. And like Kelly said, if there are kids involved, then tell those adults, I can't hook you up this year. I can't hook you up no more. <laughs> and if I do, it's a surprise. And, it, and then, you know, give thanks if I have the opportunity. But otherwise, I'm shopping for the kids, yeah. right? And but, I think that's important, too, to be honest with the people in your life because they don't want you suffering. Right. And, I, you know, I, I don't want you somewhere stressed out about getting me a gift that is actually doing harm to you later. That That doesn't make me feel good. 
So to find out later that you you had to take something back or the fee was, you know, you were overdraft, that would bring me down. And as a per, assuming that you're purchasing for people that you love, which is another thing, like, let's get real with the list. And are right. we given out of love? Are we given out of obligation? Are we given out of self-judgment or perceived judgment of others? I spent a lot of years participating in a secret Santa with a group of people that I didn't like. And the first year I was just like, you know, no, thank you. And I'll come to the potluck and I'll smile as the gifts are exchanged. But I'm going to keep my $30 to myself because I don't actually want to do this. And so that, you know, make your budget and make your person budget too. Find the people on the list that you want to give and you want them to have something from you and you want to enrich their lives. And if that's not really what it is, if it's just, I feel like I have to because they live in the same house as the other person or right. I see them twice a week, you know, reevaluate that. It, it's just not the time. It, and I, everything is so predicated by in this time of COVID or because of the pandemic, right. but it's serious. This, this is, it, it has never been the time for self-judgment and to put the stress of what we think others are thinking on ourselves. And certainly now, in the midst of all this insecurity, in the midst mm-hmm. of, you know, I don't know a single person whose rent is not going up January 1st. Oh, wow. I, you know, I know from Idaho <laughs> to California, everybody is feeling the pressure of rising gas prices. And groceries are all of a sudden oddly way more expensive. It's like I was in the grocery store the other day and I was like, wait a minute, when, when did this start costing this much? It was right. like a a, a real moment of pause. And so we are all feeling the same thing. And sure, there are different economic levels, but we're all seeing the same thing. And so to feel like we should still be moving the same way we were three years ago, it's just not realistic. It's right. not It's not honest with ourselves. And being honest with ourselves, me being honest with me is the most sacred gift I can give everyone that knows me. And you're absolutely right. I filled up my car last week. And when I took that gas thing out and looked at the price, I said $78. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? Like I sat there, I said, okay, from now on, do I walk? Do I not go? Like $78. That is absolutely just wrong on so many levels. Yes. $78. And so Wow. No, you're absolutely right. The other piece of that is, you know, Christmas is a time of love. Trust me, I love it. But I personally like celebrating people's personal holiday, birthday, mm-hmm. anniversaries, because it's it's all about them, you know? And so, whereas I may not get like all my friends something for Christmas. I mean, I send, I send one of my friends who doesn't live here. I send her something for Christmas. She's in St. Louis right but then uh and we exchange you know because we're far away from each other whatever other otherwise though my friends that are local we give each other throughout the year you know what i'm saying i see something short i'll be like oh hey i bought some detergent you know especially since i'm doing laundry at your house (laughs) (laughs) claudia um but her she just celebrated her 10th wedding anniversary uh she got married 11 11 11 
and we went to Vegas for her anniversary of my birthday. And I got on Amazon, you know, Amazon is the devil. I got on Amazon and I got all this cutesy little 10 year this, 10 year that, 10 year this, because I wanted her to know, you know, A, I was there at the wedding, number one. And two, it was her and, and Duke's special day. And I wanted them to know that I felt the love that I've always had, who I've known for 37 years. <clears throat> I wanted to make sure that she knew that I loved her and her husband and that this is your special day. And I then I went and I bought things for their anniversary. And so, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes those special days, especially your birthday, you know, it's your birthday. And when somebody just takes the time to say yes or send a card or, you know, or, or, or put balloons on your door. <laughs> I was, I, I'm, I'm a big kid and I appreciate those. It's those little things. And I read cards when people send me cards and I can tell that they really took the time to pick out that particular card. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when I read it, it's just like, oh, th- this is so sweet. And I know that it's about me and my birthday or about her and her birthday or you, her and her anniversary, whatever the case may be. And so I think that if we just begin to love on each other more, tell people how much we appreciate them, do the small things that just may make a person just smile. You know, when it comes to Christmas, yes, it's a time of love. It's a season of giving. It's a season. uh, Jesus is the reason for the season. But in this, as we go to this, into this next season, it's really about showing people how much you appreciate them. And that could be the biggest hug. That could be some flowers. That could be some balloons. You know, it can, it can be everything. It doesn't mean you have to spend $400 on each of your friends. That's <laughs> a really good point. It's a really good point. And, you know, I, I think some years ago, I had um, a girlfriend of mine. She wrote uh, some sort of coupon, she called it. But she gave each of us, like, a, a favor. She had just recently been like she was going through some things and so she gave uh, a favor coupon so for the first six months of the year you could redeem it for her to go get your groceries one time or she would come clean the house or she would come cook a meal and that was her Christmas gift to our circle Mm -hmm. and it was so, it, it, you know, we had all been like, don't you be out, you know, don't go buying us stuff. We're serious. We mean it. And we were all admonishing her. And she was like, but I just, and we were like, ma'am, it, please. And so that's what she did. And it was super touching because she, you know, refused to not give, but then she did it in a way. And it was, it, they were personalized to each one of what we would like most like. Mm-hmm. And so that was the way that she gave and she and everybody turned in their coupon and got their thing from her before the summer hit. And so that you saying that is a it reminds me of that where you can um, do something for someone or give baked cookies or, you know, uh, promise to watch their favorite, like a TV show that you hate, like promise to watch (laughs) your significant other. You'll sit down and watch, you know, Game of Thrones with them as, as something that you're giving because that's, that's something to give. So there's all type of ways beyond money. I think another thing that is really important for us to do in the holiday season um, is to slow down. Often when we get time off of work, 
it makes this manic instead of filling it with rest we find more to do we're we're running we got to get the get thanksgiving dinner together christmas dinner kwanzaa dinner hanukkah dinner and we don't we don't slow down we get more burned out because all the work is still waiting you get back to work then on that monday it's all there and it's probably behind and you haven't rested and then with uh fitness goals and nutrition goals we often end the year and start the year with this immense amount of stress on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We started in you know, a person that who has not run a mile in a whole year is now giving themselves the, the mandate to run three miles a day. So right. we go from zero to a hundred so fast where it might just be like, get up early and get out of bed. You know, that we're not even going outside to run today. Just we want to be up and active out of our bed to start the year. So things like that where we can improve, but not with such pressure would really help give space that our bodies need to end a year that has been amazing and to start a year that is so uncertain. Right. And and you're right. And you're right about that. It's like, if we, it's the little things. That's what people don't realize, at least for me. But it's the little things that just tickle me and make my day. You know, yes, do I want a big present or something sometime? Yeah, okay. But it's like, it's the it's that thought process. If somebody took the time and was like, I'm going to give this to Corliss and she's going to know that I thought about this when I, you know, you know and, so, and so that's what makes it really, feels really special. And I think, that now that we're in a time, now we're going to our second set of holidays. Oh, our second set of holidays. Um, okay, get it together, Mama. Uh, the second set of holidays where, you know, we've dealt with this COVID. Now we're on our second variant, Omicron, I believe it's called. Um, I, I, I know there's going to be more variants that are coming, but what's really interesting is the two people in California, the one in San Francisco and the one here in LA that flew from say, um, South Africa via London and came home that got the second variant, they're not having to be in the hospital because they are both vaccinated. And so the vaccination is not going to say that you're not going to get it. The vaccination is the hope that you're not going to die from it, Right. And so they've been able to, to, to cope with it like a cold per se, because they were vaccinated. And so again, another push to think about some of the things that people are, are still kind of arguing about, you know, as, as, we, as we, you know, try to support one another um, during this holiday season, it is so much to be thankful for, number one, Thanksgiving, I know that just happened, but so much love that is still here on this earth, even though you might have lost your loved ones, that you can still give to the ones that are still here and to remember the loved ones that are that are here and helping us to get through yet the second time around now of holiday season. Yeah, I um, saw a snippet of uh, Andrew Garfield as an actor and he recently lost his mom and he was on a late night talk show and I I saw an excerpt. So this 
won't be the complete story, but he recently lost his mom and he was still doing whatever press junket. And the interviewer asked him, like, you know, how are you getting through this? And essentially what he said was that he and his family have come to understand the beauty of grief because what grief actually is, is unexpressed love. Mm. And it is the love that unfortunately the person is no longer there for you to outwardly give, but the connection is still there and you are still loving them. So Mm -hmm. that when you feel that grief, that sadness is actually so beautiful and so pure because it is you recognizing how much you love them and how much love was between you all. So having that mind frame that grief is actually love had really helped him and his family to continually celebrate her life in a way that made it far less sad. I thought that was just absolutely beautiful. So think about the ways in which you can spend quality time with your loved ones. Um, Because again, like you mentioned earlier, do you want to have this big you know, dinner when not everyone in your family is being careful about making sure they're wearing masks and doing the different things. Um, You can hope that they are, but how can you kind of break it up so that you can actually spend some quality time with your different relatives? You know, everything starts with honest conversation, honest communication, and you figure it out from there. My sister is in the Air Force and she's deploying in mid-January. And with her out processing and our schedule and the cost of flights and just a bunch of things going on, we're we're still like to the wire trying to figure out who's going to come where before she deploys. And she was feeling the stress of that obligation that got to see everybody before you leave because that's the, that's the circumstance we've always created. That's like the tradition. And, you know, talking through it, I I was like, we're not going to allow ourselves to get stressed out about this. Like we will get everybody on a Zoom call. We will talk every day for an hour, for a week. Like, yes, absolute goal would be for you to come here for two weeks and hang out and our us fly down to Mexico and have like a sister's weekend and then come back. And so, yeah, best case scenario is best case scenario, but reality action can be different and we can find space for one another. I think one of the, another thing, and, and I'm glad you brought up COVID is because everyone has to realize that you don't get to police anyone else. So if, if, you are the germaphobe or the hypochondriac or the person uncomfortable, then you stay home. You, you know, it might, you don't get to go to someone else's house and be upset that they let unvaccinated people come to their house. You can be there with your mask on. You can ask, you know, try to stay distant, but to please yourself is the only rule. And so it has to be honest conversations and you have to be comfortable asking people, you know, are you allowing unvaccinated people to come over? And even with that answer, some people are not honest about their status. Some people are saying things just to end conversations. Some people are avoiding, some people are getting tested, but not vaccinated. So there's, 
that's another thing about honoring yourself. Be honest with yourself and make decisions from there because without that, without an honest look at yourself and an honest decision for what makes you most comfortable, not what other people should do or what the holidays usually look like or what you desire them to be, but at your core and in your heart, what makes you most comfortable today, then shenanigans can ensue because you find yourself, you know, four days later, somebody's sick and we trace it back to the party and we didn't know that Uncle Rollo's girlfriend actually wasn't vaccinated. And is that worth it to you? So mm-hmm. those are conversations that that are first internal and then after internal, then honest with the people that you want to be around or that you feel are responsible for you so that everyone can make clear decisions without offense. I think that's just super, that's just bottom line is you you got to talk and everybody you know, I, I've been in situations where I'm sitting with the with an unvaccinated person and a vaccinated person at a table, and either one of them will begin talking about their feelings as if everyone at the table feels the same way as they do, and it's offensive, and it's uh, divisive, and it's a it's an assumption that a lot of people make that is dangerous, and it it's it's creating, it's cutting ties in a lot of ways. So I think that what, what you need to have is what you need to make sure is there before you show up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it's important to voice that as well. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're going to, you said Rollo, huh? Uncle Rollo. You know <laughs> Uncle Rollo. Do you have an uncle named Rollo? I don't. Well, I don't. <laughs> It's funny. No, but you know, you're absolutely right about really limiting. I mean, we, we're not as limited as we were last holiday season, you know, because, you know, everybody's been able to go out more and you're supposed to be wearing your mask and so forth. But the pandemic is still here. COVID is still here. And so it's really just time to sit back and say, okay, what do you want to do this holiday season? And if you want to get a chance to see everybody that you want to see, what is the safest way to do that? Right. And so, you know, like you said, with the, the Zoom and your sister, you know, it, it's really interesting how families have become closer because of this. Um, I can't remember who, I'm not sure if it was Claudia's family or, or someone's family. They were all on the Zoom. Somebody was in Detroit. Over here, they was in Chicago. Over here, they was in Florida. And everybody was on the Zoom. And there was no way that we would have done that two years ago. You know, yeah, that was, we did. It was unheard of. It was we unheard did of. our family reunion via Zoom. Last year, last year, only Zoom. And this year, we did a hybrid. We did a Zoom for those that couldn't travel. And then we asked everyone in every pocket city to do that was comfortable to do individual meetups and activities. And you're right, it, it's changed us. Like this pandemic has really changed how we operate as a society. You know, I think not people who, I, I have a, a auntie who still won't go to the grocery store. She's still having things delivered. She doesn't want to be outside. And so for her, you know, the holidays are are not what they used to be and she's not ready. And part of it is that she does not trust that everyone is vaccinated. So she's chosen instead of being afraid and 
you know, because vaccinated people can still carry. She just, she's made this decision for her that she'll see us another time. And, you know, you bring up another great point is that you want to see everyone and that's great, but everyone's still around during the year. Like let this encourage you to like, go see somebody on January 10th and meet somebody for dinner on January 15th. Like it doesn't have to be, it's Christmas, it's Hanukkah, it's Kwanzaa. So now I'm going to see you. Good to see you. Like call someone, you know, like I know in family, our friends, our workplace, whatever, it can be so interesting because there's all these layers of communication and so many people, you know, pick a side when you're not even sure their sides being chosen and there's, you know, all these different narratives all wrapped up when you have an ecosystem of relationships, mm-hmm. but breaking through that is making a phone call or sending a text. What's been up? Let's get, I'm not coming to Christmas dinner. Let's get up next week. You know, you can still have those type of conversations. You can still spend the day. Uh, I had a, a guy friend of mine, he and his wife spent Thanksgiving sending Facebook messages to all of their, everybody on their friend list because they decided not to do anything. They wanted to reach out and feel closeness. So literally their entire friend list, they're separately, they sat together while eating pizza and sent how have you been? This is what's going on with us. We hope that you're well. Messages to all of their friends. Wow. Huh. Okay. That's interesting. I think, and so as I was saying with the Zoom, it has really connected families and people that are far. I mean, you know, it's kind of like the whole online dating thing you know, which, which made it popular was because, you know, you could talk to whoever in Australia or wherever and, and maybe meet, I guess, if you do that. But the Zoom has definitely have, it really has played a key role in keeping relationships together and or starting relationships because you can't be at everything. You, you, you don't feel safe if that person is not vaccinated, but you really like them and you want to see them. That Zoom option is there. Um, and, and like you were saying with the, with the, with the family, you know, there are these times that you really want to be around that immediate, like real, real immediate family, mother, sister, brother, you know, sister's husband, sister's kids, her, her husband's kids, and that's it. You know, and so that's what we've been doing for the last, what, two years for sure. I mean, we've been doing it anyway, but for sure in the last two years, um, because of, like you said, you know, going here and there, whatever the case may be. And then if you do go here and there, there's only, I only have selective, I I can name on one hand whose homes I've been to during the COVID time. So I know if something jumps off, it's going to be one of these houses that, you know, one of these houses that, that, that something happened. Um, and, but it's unfortunate that you still go to the mall or you still go to the grocery store and you still see people asking people to put their mask on. If you're not about it, if you're not about the mask, then don't leave your house because it is a mandate. And I just, I don't get that. It's my, my first amendment rights. Yeah. First amendment rights to be alive you know, um, and, and then you have folks still on the planes, 
that won't put the mask on. And 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 then the stewardess is like, we will land this plane. You think we playing with you? We will land this plane and whatever the local authorities of the airport that we land will take you to jail today. It makes me so it makes me angry at the thought that I could be on a plane that has to land because someone won't be on a wear their mask like that infuriates me and it hasn't happened and I have like no flights booked. But the thought that someone would cause such an inconvenience. And like you said, when you know the rules. Now, this is not a rule and it's, you know, everybody's hoping you wear your mask and it's different. But when you enter into something, understanding what the mandates are and break them because you feel like it, it's just, it's, it's so, it's from a place of such an ugly spirit. And I hate to wear a mask. I, I don't enjoy it. I I don't like to go anywhere where I don't go to movies or anything where I have to be indoor wearing a mask for a long time because I it's not comfortable for me. So I stay away from those places. I I would not go and then just say, well, I don't feel like it. It's um it's a it's a hassle and it's just it's such a hassle and it's so unfair to like the staff that have to work a place and that are not signed up to do this and are risking their lives literally to be able to make the money that they're making and to complicate another person's life that way kind of for fun. It's just a, it's some weirdo behavior. It's weirdo stuff. No, you're absolutely right. And, 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 and it's not like you don't know. It's not like you don't know. It's just, it's just, just, if you don't want to be, obey the rules, then stay at home. And then we don't have to worry about it. We don't yeah. have to worry about it. So getting back to this, the family structure and trying to figure out ways to to get through the holidays, um, especially if you, you know, with your loved ones that you might have lost this year or last year, and this is your second go round as it is for me. I know one of the things that we did when we went around the table and we told fun stories, funny stories about my father. And then my mom would talk about something that happened that back in the day when they were dating or something like that. And we just all crack up and it would just be, it would be so, it would be so great just to hear, you know, the different things that, that Papa did with each individual person um, that made them laugh and made them smile. Um, and, and so I encourage, you know, conversation. I know people are like, they don't want to talk. Okay. We're just going to eat eat this turkey, this dressing, this, you know, mashed potatoes, whatever it is you have it at the house, and nobody wants to talk, that's the worst thing to do. I think that if you give an opportunity for everybody to just open up and share, first of all, it makes you feel a whole lot better when you have an opportunity to open up and share. And it's just like, it takes something like kind of off your chest. It's just like, okay, whew, I, 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 okay, I, I can actually do that. I can get through it, talk about it, and and everybody has knows about it or everybody has an idea about it and it just takes that that spirit of of um i don't know selfishness away because now you're able to share something about you and that person or persons i think that's beautiful yeah i think you know that goes back to kind of my what i'm trying to make my mantra be is to not run from a feeling and not to act as if we're not all sitting here missing the same person or wishing the same thing. And let us all sit in that emotion and bring as much joy to it as possible. I think that's an absolutely beautiful thing to do and to understand is that this person is real, was real, was here, is still with us. And it's not salacious 
to talk about it and to enjoy what that person means to us and will always mean to us. And I think that's a, I think that's a great, a great thing is that we have to talk about our ancestors, especially the ones that we were blessed enough to know because that keeps them alive and that helps the, all I call the next generation, the littles as a, as a group that allows the littles to understand where they're from and what, what this looks like. So even sitting at the table with, you know, your nieces are a, a group that may not have the same recollection, even just if they don't understand the story or the context, just hearing Papa's name and then with uproarious laughter, that's an imprint that they receive of who he was within the family structure and in everyone's life, which is very, very important. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it, it's just something about that laughter, you know, you know, it's sad, but in, on the inside, but that laughter just really, it tickles you because you remember certain ways or certain things he might've said or, or the way he said it, or, or, you know, the flirting with the nurses in the hospital. And the caregiver saying, Mr. Claude, that woman don't want you, you know, and then he, 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 you know, it's just like, that is just so funny. And my mama, mind you, is sitting like right there. And it's, it's hilarious, you know, just, just hearing different things and different aspects of, you know, of things that, that have happened. And I think, again, that sharing piece, um, you know, at first, maybe you don't feel like you want to share. I don't want to do all that. I just, you know, so you'll sit there and stew in it. But then as people are sharing different things and the laughter is happening and the smiles are happening and the hugs are happening. And, and, and then all of a sudden you realize that you don't have to be selfish about your selfish grieving yeah. feelings. Right. Yeah. And, 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 right. And so it's like, stop being selfish about your selfish feelings. And, and just be, it's okay to open up. And, and especially when you have a room of six or seven around the table and people are sharing and, you know, you're like, I don't have nothing to say. Okay, skip and just keep it on. Don't be trying to beg the person. Don't badger the person. They don't want to say nothing. Keep it pushing. That's their issue, not yours. And I think that we, we, we tend to kind of, we tend to kind of take down or take up on what other people are feeling and be like, oh no, it's okay, honey. No, if they don't want to talk, okay, next. Yes. Keep moving. Because yes. then all of a sudden it's like, okay, wait a minute, they're ignoring you. Well, no, we're not ignoring you. You say you didn't want to talk, let's move it on. Yeah, you, you or know, maybe, okay? you know, maybe, but because everybody's at different stages and that's the allowing people to honor themselves. Like you said, okay, like that is when everyone is, is from a space of honoring themselves, then you can say, all right, let's move on without feeling offended. Right. Because they don't want to, because they don't want to say something nice about your daddy or they came to your house and we going around the table and we said, we're doing this. How dare you not do this? You can say in the space from how much you honor yourself and you sit in your feelings that you can say, you can allow them to sit in you in theirs. And those are those like healthy boundaries, those lifestyle choices where, when that self-respect is high, the respect you give others is high, no matter how you feel about it. And like you said, however they sit in that emotion, and maybe they come back and want to share, maybe they don't. But you, but what is supposed to happen in that space will happen in that space. And that that's really important. I think it all, you know, I I would wrap it up into, you know, honoring yourself is 
it's the most sacred space and it's what it's what God has given you as influence for him. And so being there first has got to be the most important thing. And from there flows out how you would even respond to people or what you will take on. Like I can honor myself in my financial situation so much that you being offended that you didn't get a gift from me doesn't matter. I'm not going to take on the stress of you caring about if you like to give, if you didn't get a gift, like whatever happens that day is I'm feeling fine in my skin and where I am and in my conversations with God about what's happening now and what I can trust is coming that I'm not going to take on any emotion that you have about anything that I'm doing because I've sat with myself and I've looked around and I've decided, and this is what it is. And if, and if I feel like you're going to make me uncomfortable or there's going to be some shenanigans somewhere because of whatever choice or anybody else's choice, it could be beef between two other people that I just don't want to deal with today. Then I can stay home and I can be happy with that. And if I want to swing by the next day to pick up a plate or I want to call the cousin I'm cool with and ask him to drop me something off because my aunt's mac and cheese is delicious and I don't want to miss that, then that's the decision that I can make and I can decide to feel good about it. I can decide to, you know, whatever. I can decide whatever and I can feel whatever. And if I wake up Christmas morning, if someone wakes up Christmas morning and it's just not in them, then maybe it's a nap for the day. Here it is. That's okay. Like some days breathing is the only activity and that's got to be okay too. And, and it's about, it's about giving yourself permission to do you. And I think what's happened is we've been doing others and doing for others so much. And this COVID thing has slowed everyone down. I mean, tremendously. And and it, and made you have kind of think in, in, in retrospect where you are with yourself and it is okay. And, and, and so as people are listening, you know, keep that in mind. If that person doesn't want to talk, do not keep badgering them. They don't want to talk, move on. They're having their own thing in their own time, just like you're having your own thing in your time. And it's important to take care of yourself. I I guarantee if you, this holiday season, I beg of you, (laughs) stop and think about you. What would make you happy right now? What would make you? That means you go shopping and actually say, you know what? I'm going to go shopping for myself this year. I never really get to do that because I'm always so busy trying to, you know, hang with the Joneses and be like, yeah, I bought my mom a leather bag. I bought my daddy a Louis Vuitton jacket. I bought, and it's like, really? Mm, Okay. And then at the end of the day, can you pay your rent on January 1st? That's what I need to know. Can you pay your rent? Can you pay your mortgage? Can you pay your car note? And so I want people to really think about, and this, and, and some people are like, well, I feel selfish if I'm just thinking about me. You can't help nobody else if you don't help you. But like I said at the beginning of the top of the hour, you must put the mask on your nose and mouth and breathe normally before you can do anything else on that plane, period. 
You must make sure that you are breathing. You must make sure that you accept your feelings. You must be sure that you say, if I don't feel like coming, say, you know what? I'm not coming over there, Auntie Lula Bell. (laughs) You know what? I'm just not feeling it. Uh, Maybe I'll come by and see you tomorrow. Oh, okay, yes. Okay, yes. You'll save me a plate. I appreciate it. But I think I just want to just have some time for me. And a lot of us don't take time for me. Oh, you know what I mean? sure. the me, the me that is you. Yeah. We don't, we just don't. And I've, 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 I've learned to just say, you know what? Sometimes you just stay in bed all day. You get up, take a shower. You make you some oatmeal in the morning. You get hungry around noon. You go in and heat up whatever the leftover is. And I just laid in bed and, and I did that Thanksgiving week. And thank God I did because I was able to get my numbers down <laughs> from uh, my numbers have been going up. And I, I, I now have to take a chemo um, injections every Thursday because my numbers started going up. And I said, OK, the main thing about that is stress. What can I do to de-stress myself? Yep. OK, rest. Yep. And me- rest within rest. Because so oh, many, like it's that. so guilty to take a long shower, take a bubble bath, but to when you give in to, okay, body, so today is sleep. And then it moves from a space of guilt and stress that you can just give in to it and the mood will go by faster. Like if you'll just, just if <laughs> sadness hits you and you say, okay, I'm sad right now that will, it will go by faster than trying to fight sad. Right. And it's, it's a beautiful story that you see from taking that rest and giving saying, okay, okay, I'll rest. And then having an immediate physical wellness result is, is appropriate. It's how it goes. And so resting within rest is a really, really clutch concept. Rest within rest. Explain that a little bit. Rest within rest. Like when you, you you know, like you ever take a shower, but you spend the whole shower planning the rest of the day. Right. You're, you're scrubbing. Yeah. Stuff, but so you're not, you're, you're you're not really doing right. what you're doing. You're never right. really doing what you're doing. I'm not right. really ever like just cooking because I'm cooking and paying bills and right. You know, so being in that. So when you lay down, it's not just because it's, late and you're exhausted and it's time for bed, but it's actually enjoying and saying, I am going to enjoy this rest. I'm going to give in to sleep. Or if I'm going to get my hair washed and I'm sitting at the wash bowl, I'm going to give myself these 10 minutes to just enjoy only this. I'm going to enjoy this shower, even if it has to be a fast one. So resting within rest is saying, forgiving yourself, which is an odd concept that we even have to say, forgive yourself for needing rest, because we are literally creatures that have to rest. But to say, I'm going to enjoy this, not I'm so tired, I can't do anything. I I just don't have it in me. I'm so sorry, guys, I got a headache so bad. I get really bad migraines. So I can try to fight a migraine for like 20 minutes, see how bad it's gonna be. But there's a point where I just have to say, okay, I gotta lay down. And when I accept that I have to lay down and decide that laying down is what I need, 
I can enjoy laying down. I can say, I know that this is going to be helpful for me. This is actually going to catapult me past fighting with myself for an hour. So if I just, instead of trying to watch Netflix or see the last little something or read that last magazine or listen to a podcast, if I just decide it needs to be silent and I'm going to lay down for 45 minutes, then I can rest while I'm resting, knowing that this is actually what I need. So it's the the rest is the acceptance that first of all, it's okay, it's necessary, and it's helpful. So then it's easier to choose it as an option for yourself. And you're right, it's like forgiving yourself for it. I, I, rem- I, I remember a point where I was so tired that I could not sleep. Have you had that before? Yes. I'm laying there and I, I am, ex- I mean, like exhausted and I can't even sleep. I'm too tired to go to sleep. <laughs> and so, like you said, we have to, and, 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 I'm, and I'm preaching to myself as well. We have to give ourselves permission to just be. Yep. So like you said, how many people, and you can raise your hands there in, in, in radio land, how many people actually take a shower to just take the shower and like you said, not sit there and be like, okay, tomorrow I gotta do this. And then, and then okay, then I gotta call my mom. Then, and then, okay, and you're and you're bathing in the shower, but do you like really stop and just listen to the water? I mean, it sounds goofy, but stop and listen to the water or stop and just like I'm gonna feel the water hitting my back. Mm-hmm. And it's hitting in all these different positions, you know, from the different, you know, from the, the head of the shower head. You know, how many people have actually just stopped and really took a shower? I mean, I had to, somebody brought that to my attention when I was like, you know what? That Okay, I'm going to try that. And I did this Thanksgiving week. I said, okay, I'm going to get in the shower and I'm just going to be. And it was so refreshing because it was just like, oh, okay. Feel the water. Listen to the sound of the water. It's just like a, it's a, it's a calming spirit, you know, water, you know, whatever that is, I'm just making that, just work with me, you know, that humming, that sound of that constant sound of, of it coming out of the faucet and hitting your back and hitting the the bottom of the tub or the bottom of your walk-in shower. How many people actually do that? I, I'm giving homework tonight. We are five minutes and I did homework last. I did homework a couple of weeks ago. I want you to take a shower, a for real shower tonight. If you're a night person that takes showers or morning person, your next shower, I want you to actually stop, get in, listen to the water, feel the water hit your back and really just concentrate on the fact that this is a relaxing situation. I don't want to worry about what's on tomorrow's schedule, who's Zoom what, what I got to do once I get out of the shower, the kids are this, close the door, put on your favorite jam, and just, and just be. I just want you to take the time and just say, ah. you know, we don't do that enough. We don't, we don't take the time to take that deep breath. Ah. And it's something about, and I remember taking some exercise or relaxation class, it's something about hearing yourself breathe versus you just going, but actually putting like a, a ah, and just let it all the way out so you just can't say anymore and take that next deep breath. 
and I was like, okay, this person is crazy, but it really does work. It really does work. Yeah. And so take the time, homework tonight, and we're going to check on you. We only got a couple more weeks before we go on hiatus for the holiday. So I'm going to check on you next week and see. Now, and I want you to text me, those folks who have my cell phone number, I want to know that you took that shower and that you were one for real with the shower and not with whatever's going on outside of the shower. And, and take that time and just breathe and let that water just hit you. It is amazing when you actually concentrate on it, how different it is. Yeah. Being present. Being present and honoring yourself. There's a million things going on. There always will be. But right now, you deserve to be clean. Right. right. <laughs> you, deserve to be clean. you deserve to be clean in the most relaxed way. Yeah. You know, sop up the bubbles. Do what you have to do. But just really feel the shower. Feel the essence of, for these next five minutes, I'm going to clear my mind and really take the time to listen to the water as it hits my body and just let it just be. And you will be surprised. I know it sounds crazy. I know y'all like, okay, Paul, this is all some serious stuff. I dare you to do it. And then text me, okay? Hit me up. How about that? Do it and then hit me up and let me know. So we are at time. It's about two minutes left. Did you have a, a last parting 30 seconds that you wanted to empower the Mindful Monday listeners, Miss Kelly. As always, honor yourself, sit in your feelings, make your list, stay diligent, and know, trust yourself. Know that you're coming from a place of love, and that's all that that's all that you owe. That's all that you owe. Okay, there it is. I'm getting Texas now. The sound of the water. <laughs> Miss Dorsey, the sound of the water. Take the time. Everybody, you be good. We'll be back next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, Pacific Standard Time. Thank you for tuning in to Mindful Mondays with Dr. Corliss Bennett. Have a wonderful evening and go take that shower. I dare you. Take <laughs> care. And don't, forget, and don't forget, folks, we've got something planned for you. The second annual Joyful Christmas Carol will be on Saturday. Don't forget. I'm sorry. We'll be on Sunday the 12th from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on the Intentional Talk Radio Network. We'll All see you, you then. Is log in. All you have to do is log in. And you All can you have to do is log in. You'll be with Joyful, right. soulful Christmas. All right. Well, take care, everybody. Peace Good night. Out. Good night. Good evening, good evening.